what hardline Christians call uh, Holy Spirit, we call possessed. Once upon a time, 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 there was a man named Time. And Time was like the richest man ever. People would tell stories of Time all the time. They say, hey, you heard of that man Time? I heard he was so rich that he couldn't see the end of where his land was he just always had land he could never walk to the end of his boundaries of land he had so many cows he couldn't keep count of goats horses all that but um long story short because i don't like to take up a lot of time talking about time <laughs> he got old and he wasn't able to take care of all his animals and all his land, and all his clothes, and all his estates, and all his food, none of that. So when people would come to look for time, they wouldn't believe he was time anymore. They'd come to the village and see an old man looking like a bum with raggedy clothes, just hanging out, enjoying himself. And they say, you know, uh, is this the village of time? And he'd be like, yeah. I'd say, ho, oh, you know where I can find time? He's like, yeah, just hang around. He'll catch you in time. <laughs> and when they finally see time, they say, time, what happened, man? These people still telling stories about how rich you were and how much stuff you had. And he say, you know the funny thing about time? It never is what it used to be. Truth tellers! Today we open up our minds. Today we open up our minds. How y'all doing out there? This is your host with the most sunny day, Sun Diesel, son of the sun, son of man, son of God in the flesh. Also known as C. Scott Blaze Enigma, Jehudi Ankarman, Hotep El Bay. If you didn't know, ask somebody. This is the podcast, Tell Me the Truth. This is episode eight, Africans in America. Yeah. So, today we got a very strong brother on here. This, this man here I met when I first moved to Gainesville, which would be about 14 years ago. He was still in high school, and I think I had just graduated high school and moved up to Gainesville, and we worked together at Winn-Dixie. And, uh, you know, just positive brother, good vibrations, drummer, and many more things. But we'll discuss that in the podcast. But first of all, we have one sponsor, our first outside of the network sponsor, and it is actually our guest from episode four, Rocky Mountain High, E. Youngin. He is doing the Sky High TV show now on YouTube or whatnot, streaming it live out to people. 
Um, so if you come to the page, we're now going to include his links so you can check out Sky High TV. I haven't even got the official promo yet from him, but I know I wanted to go in and put it in here and push this young brother's project. I know he drops the episodes at 420 and today he's dropping one, but this won't be dropping to next Monday. So that's kind of irrelevant to tell you. But on when this drops on Monday, he should be dropping one that day on 420. So at 420, check out E Young and Sky High TV, the first official sponsor of the Tell Me the Truth podcast. And hopefully when you check him out, he'll be plugging the podcast on his. And that's how we're going to line it up. We're going to build each other up. Um, also check us out on iTunes. I put a link to iTunes on every episode and I just hit it up. Please subscribe, uh, leave a review. I mean, if you think the shit is fucked up, say, Hey days, the shit is fucked up, bro. I would appreciate a one star. The shit is fucked up review than no review because I have no way to judge it. I have no way to even get on the rating charts if there is no review. So leave a review shit. And, uh, yeah, come to the website, of course, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Big shout out to Zach Rimson always for setting me straight on that. And a big shout out to all the truth tellers that subscribe every week and just listen to me talk this shit and, you know, express and help promote people. I don't think we have anything else to talk about in this intro. So a little bit about this episode. This episode here is deep, you know, because... Kofi is a, a true African brother in America. You know, I'm more so what I would call an African-American, you know, who has who has looked back using the principle of Sankofa, looked back into his past and tried to just resurrect some of that culture and spirituality and bring it into the future of my existence. And this is a brother, one of the first conscious brothers I met, period, in Gainesville. Even before I met Baba Atiba, I met Kofi in Odun and Odun and his brothers and whatnot. And that gave me my first access to like, whoa. You know, I haven't seen this kind of African culture since back in the day with Arrested Development and when all that was in before Gangsta Rap, when people was trying to do that. So, yeah, this is episode eight, Africans in America, with uh, Brother Kofi Horn. I hope y'all like it. As I always say, fasten up your stank belts. We going in. Peace. I'm thinking about the good old days how quick they slip away But I'ma be fine, I'ma be fine, I'ma be alright Slide it up and let it roll Let it burn real slow Cause we all know it's gonna be alright You got a lot of black folks devolving Yeah, it's like they are losing the essence. But I wonder, is that more of a conscious thing because they lost their ancestral connection? And that, and that's really what that's really what that was all about. It's like, okay, because... Um, la, la, la. I should speak in the mic. Oh, well, if you just sit up straight, you don't have to talk into okay. it. But if you just like... Yeah. You know, if you just talk for it, that's a good mic. So that is perfect. Okay, that's good. But um, so pretty much it's like what, what I'm trying to do is put information out there for individuals to like get access get access to know that the truth is out there and and the truth gonna make you sick at first but that's what that's the job of the truth 
And you know, that's almost like with certain medicines. When you take a certain medicine and you sit, the first thing a person do is throw up. Yeah. Like whenever you're doing like a detox yeah, or a you, cleanse, the first thing that happens is what? They throw up, throw up, throw up, throw up, and you start feeling better. Yeah. So a lot of people just have to detox themselves. And then a lot of people going to hate this episode. I'm going to tell you now. Yeah. it's going to be real. But a lot of people need to detox themselves of that Western mentality. Yeah. Let me give you a quick example. Um, like yesterday, I po- maybe I shared your post, but it was one that was like, the devil wouldn't change itself into a snake and make Adam and Eve eat an apple. Yeah. He would change itself into in God. God. So that all the evil shit that they did, they can say they did it in God's name. Yeah. Bro, now I do podcasts, I do social media. Yeah. Other than pictures of my children, yeah. this shit got the most hits. Mm. It was like a 30-person argument with, not even me. I hopped in like 20 comments deep. Wow. Not even me. I hopped in like 20 comments deep. So it was just like, man, that, and this is what I told a person. I told him, I said, listen, everybody does not subscribe to Jewish mythology. And then one person was like, oh, it's a, you can ask him that uh, styrofoam cut his water in it. Um, everybody does not subscribe to Jewish mythology. So they was like, oh, I don't even mess with that. And I'm like, well, you have to be objective when you look at things. There are hundreds of spiritual systems and religions. Just because we was raised in one of them doesn't mean you can't explore others. And when you feel like you can't question something, that's a problem. Yeah. If you can't question government, that's a problem. If you can't question your belief system, that's a problem. Now, my only thing is that, and I told a person, I said, I don't do Islam because we were slaves for 1,000 years under Islam. And right after that, we were slaves for 500 years under Christianity. So all I'm saying is, is that, hey, why don't we try to learn? You know who put me on to that, Baba Atiba. And then, how about this? One more little Facebook story. How about, are you, I, sh- I think once again, I shared your post of all the netters, right? All the Egyptian gods with the animal heads and the zoo types, right? Of course, somebody comes on and says, oh, are those Anunnaki? And I said, no, those are netters or netaru. But you, we the Anunnaki. You see what I'm saying? Because the, the Anu is, is, is a serpent. We the serpent people because of the way our spine activates. Mm-hmm. The way our spine activates the, the what, what these uh, uh, people nowadays call the Kundalini. Yeah. But, but in, in actuality, all this is Ashe. Ashe. It is all Ashe. You know what I'm saying? The, mm-hmm. Like, I like how you call it Jewish mythology, but I call it I just I just call it mythology. Period. Because I, I don't know, I, I got I got my own ideas and stuff about certain certain people and certain groups. But okay. you know what I'm saying? It's like I feel like uh, uh, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism was created in the same place by the same people for the same agenda, which was to get people in a mentality to accept slavery true in the first form because you know how they say oh slavery started in africa la 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 yeah well guess what slavery did start in africa you right but a lot of that stuff that you saying start that came with islam that came with christianity yeah in africa in africa but pete game when you look at the word slave the root of the word slave is slav because the Slavic people were the first people to be modern day enslaved. 
because in indigenous cultures you will have an indentured servant yeah like okay you owe me money you have to be my servant but those people were still allowed to marry you can marry your quote-unquote master's daughter yeah you had land you had rights you had privileges so it's a difference between what they like to call traditional african slavery which has nothing to do with islam because yeah. once you get these arabs in there that call yeah. themselves africans that's when you and get see, in that's the, when yeah. you get that and here's what i was talking to a guy last night and he was saying well you know in egypt the people are very mixed and everybody's there and that's why they're lightly complex i was like no you had the expansion of islam which was a thousand year reign which ended up in um all andalus or portugal and spain yeah but it conquered all the way to there so I don't, why do you think Greek and Italian people are brownish? So yeah. my thing was is that stop trying to discredit and take the blackness out of our history. And it starts with Egypt. So first, there's no... First, aliens did it. Yeah. Then Jewish slaves build all yeah. this stuff. Then if they didn't come up with it, they got it from Sumer. Or they got it from this person. But I'm like, you already know that that culture came up the Nile. Yeah, you know from the what does it say? We come from the foothills of the mountain of the moon. Yeah, the beginning of the Nile where the god Hopi dwells. Yeah, that's not Sumer. No, that's like Ethiopia. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly so, because okay, all right. If you if you if you if you look at Yoruba culture, you know what I'm saying? These people have been the custodians of of, of spiritual tradition since beginning of time. These people were who the in Egyptians interacted with they were part of that whole Egypt and Kush uh thing but they decided to go away something happened they decided to go away well they colonized the continent you see what I'm saying so they decided to go back to to into like what was now Yoruba land but if you look at the history of iron if you look at the history of iron you see that in Sudan Ethiopia around that area that that was pretty much the birthplace of iron around Sudan and around where Niger is and okay. everybody knows that the Yoruba accredit iron to their deity Ogun. Ogun now he's the father of iron. Okay, for people who don't know, Ogun is a Orisha. And let's get some words out of the way. Okay, so first of all, your drumming in your culture is called what? Okay, so me, I'm Akan, and but I, I'm I'm a, I'm also an African in the New World. You know what I'm saying? So I I I play Yoruba drum. I play Akan drum. And I play you know Guinean drum, and so I have so many different titles. You know what I'm saying? But when it, when it's all said and done, I like to look at myself as the mouthpiece of the kings, the mouthpiece of the gods. You know. Because as a drummer, I've I've developed a relationship with 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 the spiritual world to where I can hear what 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 I can hear. It's like something something is is telling me to go like boom bomb boom bomb, or it tells me in my head in my heart in my in my in my sacrum when it all aligns you know what i'm saying my head my heart my sacrum all align and i'm drumming it's like what comes through my hands don't go through my head i could feel it come from above okay so your drumming is not particularly 
something that's inspired by music is more spiritual. Yeah. Okay, and I okay, so this so this isn't it's not like I would say an average musician. This is more of ceremony and ritual. No, but I am an average mu- musician in 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 the in the sense that that I'm making music for 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 the enjoyment of the people. But see the the inspiration behind the music and the enjoyment is all spiritually guided. The spirit tells me what what to or how to or when to play in order to get a positive outcome from the majority of of, of individuals around. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so you you uh in th- what words I would put it in is you kind of tap into the energy and the ether in the room and just channel it and put it through the drums. Yeah. And naturally, people is going to vibrate it because you already like kind of looping the vibration through the drums. Yeah. See, okay, so I could take this thing back to the Bible. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the, I, I think it's the second book of Corinthians. I want to say it's the second book. In one second, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to make a distinct point, and it's something that uh, my mentor, Baba Atiba, told me. He said, Courtney, when I tell you this stuff, I don't want you to abandon your Christian upbringing yeah. or discredit your Christian upbringing, but this is to add to. Now, out there in the world, people, if you ever hear people sounding harsh towards the traditional religions we was raised in is not that I'm against Christianity. My whole family is Christian. I have no problem with it. All I'm saying is don't be something so much to where it closes off your ancestors and your history because at that point, you just cut the head off. Now, I'm sorry, Kofi, but I just want to let that be known because I deal with the Bible and the Quran and the Bhagavad Gita too. Yeah. You know, I'm not discrediting any other religion. It's just that I feel like ours have been discredited. Yeah, but now Second Corinthians. So yeah, I I think it's in the second book of Corinthians in the in the twelfth chapter. But pretty much all it says is you know that the way only way Jesus is God is through the Holy Spirit, and through the Holy Spirit is how all miracles are are, are performed. Word. You know what I'm saying? So what what hardline Christians call uh Holy Spirit, we call possessed. Okay. It, because it's levels to it's a levels to it. You know what I'm saying? You could be possessed by your own head, by your own heart. You could be possessed by your own body. Your body possesses your spirit instead of your spirit possessing your body. Life, yeah. And that's when you see people more so on the negative spectrums of life. Yeah. And then Pete, this also here's something that I was getting into. I read a book by a guy named C. W. Ledbetter. Big time occultist and mystic, and it's called thought forms. And his theory was is that thought forms are tangible things because when you think, just on a scientific level, when you think neurons and electricity is firing off in your brain and it reverberates out of your head. And his thing is your thoughts that you create in your head surround you. Now, if you're a person with a lot of negative thoughts, well, then you're surrounding yourself with demons. You're creating the demons, or what we call demons. But I think the problem is, is that in Western culture, certain words are scary. Like, I went out uh, to the museum in Manio, to the Voodoo Museum. They beat that. Not they, Voodoo, yeah. Voodoo. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. This is not, you know, what they taught me growing up. Now, I'm pretty sure there are people that can take anything to the negative aspect. Yeah, of course. But we were enslaved by Christians and Muslims. So they did. But They practiced the same Voodoo uh, that, that they demonized. 
You know, the first pope was a Yoruba priest. Ah. Oh. And even still to this day, they have African indigenous priests go and bless the popes and the imams. You know what? Did I see? Yes, I, I seen the Facebook post. I'm, I'm going to share that. I seen the thing. But, you know, even before that, I've been hearing stories from African uh, indigenous priests. They call them witch doctors. They call them a confo. They call them, uh, uh, you know, they got all types of titles. But I've heard stories where they go to high up priests in, in, the, in the Christian and Catholic church and make fetish. That's what they call them, fetish priests. Okay. And they make, quote unquote, fetish uh, deities for these priests to perform miracles in front of millions. Mm -hmm. Because if you know that that Bible verse I just said, and you also know how African traditional uh, belief systems are built on the spirit, that, that is the basis of all African traditional religion whether it be the spirit of your ancestors whether it be the spirit of the planets like the planet earth has many spirits mm -hmm. each individual is a spirit of earth mm -hmm. for the time that it's on earth okay there are so many more spirits of earth because this is the habitat in which we are in you know and people call them angels seraphim cherubim all that they just live it's like the spirits of different planets mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so this is why i am a drummer because I, I i i i maintain these spiritual relationships with with these <laughs> agents it's like like what y'all would call cherubim seraphim and, and 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 all these other names that they have for these angels which is just another term you can i don't even speak this language because angel sounds so close to anglo which is the the dominant tribe of of the owners of this language in which we speak and also watch this on one of my little you know occult late night study sessions i came across the concept that angels is can also be substituted for angles and then a lot of times when you see people doing astrological alignments the angle has a lot to do with the energy or the angel but that's but that's you know that's far left. We want to no, it's up. not. It's it's actually on point because the those astrological alignments point to the homes of what we call angels. It's like y'all talk about shooting stars, but don't you understand that we are all light? We are all stars. We are Earth, all stars. Earth, Wind, and Fire got a song called "You're Shining Star." You know. Yes, we are all light. We are all light only reason everything looks the way it looks is because that's the way our brain is conditioned to take it but if our brain was conditioned to take things in different ways everything is pure energy just vibrating around us we differentiate what it looks feels touch taste smell like in yeah. our brain yeah and pete this is what atiba told me well you know atiba favorite word was what vibrations vibrations, vibrations. but you know that's all that's all it really was and we talk hours about vibrations we talk about but at the same time we are all light we're all pure light melanin eats light preach melanin eats light so you know why why does melanin have to eat light why because it feeds the spirit. The spirit is light. It's made of light. You need 
you know, it's like you need light, you need air to make a car go. That's why you put gasoline in. The same thing with food. Food, you need light, you need air. Mm-hmm. You need some kind of combustion. You need that combustion. That's it. And that's all we are. We make we make things in this world fashioned after ourselves. We make we so vain. We make everything fashioned after ourselves. Even this drum, you know, this drum is made of of of, of it, everything on it used to be alive. The the tree was alive. This animal was alive. You know, I put a little rope together with it and, 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 and tied around the rim and now it makes life. Ah, vibration. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that you can say is inanimate, but now it makes life. It makes life because it sends vibrations to different individuals. And when you go home, only God knows what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But you, the way you f- inclined to move was adjusted by these vibrations, by your enjoyment of the music. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like medicine for the it's, it's medicine for the spirit because you know you're not you when you depress you're not you're not trying to procreate you're not trying to you know what I'm saying and I have a feeling like. We, we could take this to a whole nother level because we we on some whole nother we in a whole new time we in a whole new time where there it is it, like the old is dying out but before they die out they want to kill everything that's not them well you know it's that military strategy of if you have to retreat you burn fucking everything like another example haiti i believe was the first people to get independence from colonialism in the western hemisphere right that's what they say. When they left Haiti, they burnt that bitch to the ground. Like, if you look at that island of, is it Espanol yeah. on the map? The Dominican Republic is green with trees. Haiti, uh-uh. Uh-huh. Because they burnt everything. But peep this. They also knew in that voodoo culture that something that was very sacred to it was the tree. And they burnt them all down. You know, and I'm pretty sure stuff has grown back. But yeah. those old trees, those slow growth trees, the ones that sustain stuff, yeah. gone. You know, but that's that same tactic of if I can't have dominion over what this is, as I retreat, I destroy. Look at what we're doing in the Middle East right now. Yeah. If I can't have it, tear the shit up. Tear the shit up. You know, but uh, so what I wanted to also do while we're popping it off is give the people an example like a small example of the different types of drumming styles because I know you said you do Yoruba you do well is so so what where and the, break that down because I know talking to Odun he said the different particular Orisha have different drumming yeah, patterns yeah so that's what I was gonna say is you know it's not I mean really it don't matter in, in, in the culture in the West African culture because the, it's it's all about the philosophy when it comes when it comes to spiritual music when it comes to drumming for like the for the Vodun spirits or the abosum or the orisha whatever names you give for the heads the heads like the planets you know what i'm saying these are these are because see god created the planets to create time so that man wouldn't get too big for their britches and destroy everything that God created. Okay. 
So that's what keeps everything. That's what this whole obsession with space is about. You know, they could destroy the planets. They could destroy time. Mm-hmm. But it ain't going to happen. God created the planets to keep man in his place. Or her place or however. Because you know, before any man was here, it was millions of women. Women were able to, 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 to live on this planet and, and, and reproduce themselves without men. Yeah, I think that's called, uh, modern day, they call it parthogenesis. Well, I don't know, but I know all these things were told to me in stories. Okay. When I was a kid, and they were good bedtime stories. But as I grew older, science is proving my bedtime stories to be fact. Okay, so when you were coming up, you got these traditional stories told to you on a regular basis? Yeah. Okay, so so were you raised from day one in the Yoruba culture, or did your parents no. convert? No. Okay, point see. In your life? Okay, so are in the African culture. My how father. Did, break that down. How, how did you How did you come into all of this? See, my father is a, is an African American. He he he's a he's a a black he's a black Native American. He's African and he's also Native American. His people, uh, they 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 were runaway slaves. Okay. You know. So it's like you know, these were these were the real these were the real deal. They they ran away to the Creek Reservation, and I I even heard that Seminole is a Creek term for runaway. That's what I've heard also. So if that's true, then they were like original Seminoles. They were native runaways. Word. And however, but anyway, so. My father, he he was raised in the Kojic Church. He okay, Kojic, and what uh, somebody told me what that stands for. Church. I don't know what that is, but they they pretty much it's like they do the same thing. A lot of these people who worship Jesus and Allah and Muhammad and all that who go and and they devout, they don't understand that they do the same. African indigenous practices. That's what I was saying. I was telling somebody that the other day. And I said, bro, if you subjectively look at this thing, everybody's physically doing some sort of the same ritual. A lot of them are blood rituals because the Jews is a bunch of blood rituals with doves and rams. Christians drink the blood of Christ. Yeah. And then... I don't know if yeah they they yeah they obsessed with that. It's a blood. lot of blood. They obsessed with that blood. But then if they see a traditional African ritual that involves blood, something is like oh my god. But I'm like, isn't everybody doing these same things? And then the Catholic Church has how many quote unquote saints that you pray to? Yeah. So you you, know? you and, and you see what I'm saying is it's so it's all the same. You doing it whether you call it whether you agree with it or not. You doing it. It's no way around it because African traditional belief is the first connection with a higher power that human beings had in the first place. African people have been here since the beginning of time. You know, Caucasians from the Caucasus Mountain, whose origins come from the Caucasus Mountains, have not been here more than six and a half thousand years okay they knew they fresh and everything in between us 
everything else is a mixture of this and that because they came in and they start that that's the natural order that's the natural order they, you know the thing is either you become a part of or or you or you don't and some chose not to and some chose to and so that's why you see northern africa is a whole lot uh yellower than than sub-saharan africa is because they done did a whole lot more interbreeding they've been doing that that's what they've been about it was just some africans weren't feeling it and they move yeah. further south they weren't feeling living alongside with the Greeks and, and the Romans and you know the different people who came over and took the knowledge and that's something that I learned. You ever listen to Ashra Kwesi? Mm-mm. He is uh he is the guy that took over for Doctor Ben when they would take people to Egypt and yeah, uh, yeah, Sudan yeah, okay. and then remember Ashra Kwesi? Okay, that's who Atiba first let me ever listen to is Ashra Kwesi. Okay, and that was mind blowing, man, because he would go to Egypt. And just show people just on the walls, not even breaking down the uh, yeah, metal yeah. netter, just yeah. showing them the images and being like, well, this is the grotto where Horus was born, seen over by Hathor. And you see Hathor is the cow-headed goddess. Mm-hmm. And then you look at every depiction of the birth of the major, and there's always a cow right above his head, you know, because it's keeping that Hathor prince in there. And it's like, well, this seems like this mythology is just that same mythology. Yeah. But then whenever you hit people with that, they're quick to say, well, this isn't about the mythology of the story. It's about the connection and the relationship. And I say, well, I dig that. But then when it's introduced to new people, they always come with the mythology first. See, the the Vedas, the Pantheon, both the Greek and the Roman Pantheon, you know, uh, even even what, what the... Um, the Buddha and all that, all that, you know, all these guys, they, they all, they, they, and all the, the things that come around them, the people around them, the spirits around them, all these guys, all these religions, all these belief systems. When you look at the stories, when you, when you look at what, okay, so, you know, they have Ifa, and with Ifa, you have to learn all these stories you know you memorize all these stories and that's how you learn how to divine and when you listen to the stories and you listen to all these other cultural stories you're like damn that's similar damn that's similar now some of them you know they got stories that okay you ain't gonna but for the most part the 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 basic meat and potatoes okay is similar so the thing is I encourage people to tell more stories to your children, research more stories, get more, you know, more stories, whether it be fairy tale or whatever. And and I suggest you get away from the norm, Snow White and Cinderella and all that, because even though, yeah, they, you know, we have our own Snow White, Cinderella. I'll tell you guys a story. I'll tell you guys a story. You know, I don't know. Yeah, let us see. But I'll tell you no, guys the story. Okay. So once upon a time, time, time. There was a man. 
named Tom. And Tom was like the richest man ever. People would tell stories of Tom all the time. They say, hey, you heard of that man Tom? I heard he was so rich that he couldn't see the end of where his land was. He just always had land. He could never walk to the end of his boundaries of land. He had so many cows he couldn't keep count of. Goats, horses, all that. But um, long story short, because I don't like to take up a lot of time talking about time. <laughs> he got old and he wasn't able to take care of all his animals and all his land and all his clothes and all his estates and all his food. None of that. So when people would come to look for time, they wouldn't believe he was time anymore. They'd come to the village and see an old man looking like a bum with raggedy clothes, just hanging out, enjoying himself. And they'd say, you know, uh, is this the village of time? He'd be like, yeah. I'd say, ho, oh, you know where I could find time? He's like, yeah, just hang around. He'll catch you in time. <laughs> and when they finally see time, they say, time, what happened, man? These people still telling stories about how rich you were and how much stuff you had. And he say, you know the funny thing about time? It never is what it used to be. <laughs> <coughs> I tell you what, that's the truth, ain't it? Yeah. That's and you see, fairy tales got more truth than what we told is the truth nowadays. That's the truth. Because cause in fairy tales and stories, which is why I say I still don't ever throw the Bible in the trash, you know, within any story, the truth is woven in. Yeah. You know? And, and one of the things I always has always hit me when I'm like in deep meditation is that the truth is woven within everything because it's made of it. You yeah. Know? So you can look at a light switch long enough and you're going to get some an epiphany out of it. It's going to yeah. be, oh, okay, shit, damn. Yeah. Because for everything to work properly, it got to be based upon those certain principles. Order, law. Exactly. See, the, the planets, like I said, were built by God to keep man in place by time that's why they could make a, a, a science of what's going to happen at a certain time where certain orbs are in certain places that's their job their job is to send like the sun sends rays of light mm -hmm. every orb sends rays okay of 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 energy and see everything is energy because when you look at when you look at basic chemistry you, we talking about protons and electrons. So it's like it's, it's like they talk about stem cell research. Well, stem cells is everywhere because planets is, is constantly shooting this stuff to us. We beams of light. We should be able to pick it up. Mm -hmm. But when you're not conscious about what's going on, you know, that's when the truth becomes poisonous to you because it's like, 
Really, what's poisonous is everything else you've been ingesting into your mind, your body, your spirit, into your trinity. You've been poisoning your, your trinity into to a level to where now when healing comes your way, you getting sick. You can't take the healing because you keep fighting it because it makes you sick. Mm-hmm. You corrupt it. But you can uncorrupt yourself. You just have to go through the pain of the sickness. Because what you're feeling is the manifestations of the illnesses that you have already ingested. That, that were going to come up in time. Anyways. So now you've sped up the process. Now you have to deal with these illnesses that you have put within yourself already. And so you get depression, you get all this, you know, it's like they say, oh, the more conscious you get, then the more, the more uh, uh, prone to depression people are because they're, they're, they, they feel how things should be and could. Well, yes and no, you know what I'm saying? But you get prone to this thing because it's like a lot of the more light you create, the more darkness needs that light. Okay. Light and dark feed off each other. Melanin is darkness. That's what keeps us dark. <laughs> Literally. 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 And figuratively. And you figuratively. know what I'm saying? That's what keeps us dark. That's what keeps us happy at the same time. Because when the light gets that it, it, it's like you eating a whole bunch of food on Thanksgiving. It's like going out in the sunlight is like Thanksgiving for your melanin. Yeah, because you can absorb those rays. And, you know, a lot of different, you know, yoga traditions have different poses and situations, breathing techniques to kind of pull all that solar energy in. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't get with the breathing, too. Yeah. I was doing some research the other night and for quite some time, but the other night... I got on some new stuff. And, you know, I've heard of different breathing systems, you know, like breathe in for seven seconds, hold for seven seconds, inhale for seven seconds. Or, you know, all different kind of, you know, breathing practices, breath practices, control practices, all those pranayama practices to breathe and pull in that chi or that life force energy out of the air ether while being out in the sun and charging it up and really loading up the temple with that light energy. But I think people have forgotten about that. People have forgotten how to breathe. You know, most people still breathe in their chest. Yeah. Versus breathing in their stomach. Uh-huh. You know, their abdomen and pulling it all the way down to the bottom. Uh-huh. You know, fully loading ourselves with oxygen so you can get the combustion that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I wrote a paper on this for, for, for when I was in college, man. It was so over their head, man. They didn't, they couldn't, they couldn't get it. But it's like, okay. We as human beings, no, not even as human beings, just being in this realm, in this universe that we call, we are subject to duality, okay. duality of neg negative and positive, protons, electrons. You see what I'm saying? Okay. You need both positive and negative forms of energy to sustain. Okay. So we going, we going somewhere with this. 
Now we're looking at negative energy and we're looking at positive energy. Positive energy is like the primordial energy that you have from the initial fusion of sperm and egg. You still have a piece of that spark in your body. You know what I'm saying? But you lose that spark when you procreate. Unless you can transform um, other forms of energy to higher levels to where it, 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 it replenishes your primordial energy. Okay. This is your life force energy. Okay. You know, this is this is this is that special boom. Okay. Now you have uh other positive energy which is air. Okay. Okay, so you need air. That's another form of positive energy. Air is, is what we get from our environment. Sunlight, you know, this is positive energy. And then you, we also need negative energy like food. It's only negative because it, it, the, in the direction in which food inclines your movements, you have to rest for food and air to make the combustion to, the yeah and to be spark. able to transfer to transmutate itself to a higher level to change the state in which the the energy is in into a more uh refined form okay you know what i'm saying yep so in its raw form it's negative because then it leaves waste it leaves bomb bomb you got to shit you know yeah okay so but you got all types of energy that you have to take in and not so not so much is not so much how you take in this energy but what you do with this energy see a lot of people aren't trans they're not changing the state of energy in which their bodies are holding so it, it's very negative it's very heavy on the body so it makes it hard to get a full breath out a lot of people can't breathe properly because their stomachs their diaphragms are full already of stale air mm -hmm. and usually stale food too stale food stale air so they very gaseous you ah, know Ah, okay and 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 then it's like they 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 constipated with gas too sometimes it's like ah so you're in really bad shape and yeah. you know you get really shallow breath people and you hear them like and you like you all right and they're like yeah 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 I'm cool <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying but yeah so movement is the key and see that's why. I, I'm I'm still in the drumming, but then I I went into massage therapy. Oh, okay. You know, I went into massage therapy because it's like I I the drumming took me there. The drum okay, well explain. Okay, because see life paths. I went from one place to another. One serving one job to another job. But see, drumming took me to a place where I wasn't trying to rely on drumming as a way of life. So I got into healthcare. Okay. And healthcare 
took me right back to the places I used to drum. Ah, so far as healthcare is the massage therapy. I, I'm a CNA. Oh, you're CNA also. Yeah, I'm a CNA and a massage therapist. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm really all about um, healthcare. Like, I didn't want to become a nurse. I didn't want to become a nurse because I, I I wasn't into the pill pushing, and and whatnot. So I I I, I thought a massage therapy would be good to learn as an extra skill as my nurse as a nursing assistant. But long story short, it's like drumming put me in this full circle community of people who who are into knowledge, who are into into health, and health comes from knowledge. The more you learn, the healthier you become. Mm-hmm. You heal your own body with your mind. Your mind heals its body through breathing and focus. And as as the truth is spoken, the sun will shine. You know what I'm saying? It is. You know, at, all these things, we have tools to, to live healthy lives. We are all black people, whether you are white, yellow, pink, purple, green. You are black people. You are melanated people. Say it one more time so they can hear it. We are all black people, whether you are white, purple, green, yellow, orange, Pink, blue. See, I added polka a few dot. more colors in there. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? Yeah, polka dot and scripe. And I said scriped. And you know what? <laughs> That's the point I try to make to people who, especially on Facebook, they be like, oh, why are you always posting this black stuff, this black stuff, this, 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 that stuff? And I'm like, when I post certain stuff, I don't think about it as I'm posting black stuff. Yeah. Or I'm posting religious stuff. I feel that we are all one people. We are all you black know, people. I did not create, we did not create colors. No. You know, that's not a creation of us. You know, we are subjected to being called black because we, there's something that we are before black, but then you can also get onto the black matter and that triple black. That's what I'm talking about. triple black creation. We are all black matter. We are all black matter. That's all light is. Black matter is light. Black matter eats light. It's light that eats light. Mm-hmm. It's like the yin to the yang of light. Yeah. They coexist. It's all in the same. It's all in the same. The universe is made up of the same things we are. Mm-hmm. As dark as, as dark as space is, so is inside you. We are a hey, we are the same light beings. So the sun is your food. If you if you if you grow in intolerance to the sun, it's not because you need sunscreen. It's because you can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. And Pete Gay, another thing I stumbled across is that within that light is information. Exactly. And, and the example that I heard was is that when you put a CD into a CD player. What happens, and if anybody's out there and I'm wrong, hit me on the email and let and correct me, and I'll correct the next episode. But when that laser hits the disc, the the information is transferred through the light on the laser, which means you can transfer. I mean, fiber optics, light, fiber optics. sound, light, sound. Um, they all the same. It's all the same. Okay, if 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 you can move something so fast. 
Like you spin a, a, a spinning top. You spin a spinning top, it's going to make sounds. Mm-hmm. Okay? From the sounds. Next, it's going to start making light. It's going to start letting off light color. Sparks. Mm-hmm. If you could move anything and change. And that's what I'm saying about this energy that a lot of people have within them. It's about changing the frequency of your energy to a higher level so that you can utilize this energy to make your life better, to make your body better, rather than let this energy sit within you and poison you. Because all these thoughts, all these thoughts that you are also putting in your body, along with the, the, the action of the thoughts that you're putting in your body. Like you might think, I want this, uh, I want to go to Burger King and get a Whopper. And then you go to Burger King, you get a, a Whopper. Now you had a thought. You put that thought in your body. Now you had an action. Now the action of this thought, now you're also putting in your body. Regardless of what it is, that's just an example. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a, a lot of folks, instead of transferring that energy because you can eat burger king and still be healthy if you change the the frequency of the energy that you have now allowed in your body you can watch scary movies and 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 not in ingest the sickness yeah not be traumatized afterwards yeah but that's it's all about how you change the frequency of what you allowed in your body. So it's like mastering the mind to master the body. Like sort of like, you know, and sometimes I hear some of the more you ever heard of the more, you know about the more. Yeah, yeah. Like more people, they be like, you know, I self law and master. Or uh, they'll say God, generator, operator, destroyer, man, master, able and noble. You know, and it's all different acronyms to kind of explain mastering the self. And everybody knows in Kemet man know thyself yeah so and i think nowadays we have so many exterior distractions that people don't focus on themselves they don't want to and that's when people get depressed but i think that has to do with being cut off from the history and not just even black people are quote-unquote african-americans most irish americans are kids from irish parents don't know shit about their history yeah or italians they know what they are but they can't go deep into that history deep 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 because all of us get americanized whether you white black purple or pink man you know we all lose that 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 original thing that we came up with and i think it's not to say we shouldn't get into the american culture but we shouldn't abandon everything that has come before it because this is brand new stuff we're dealing with over here yeah this is a brand new culture i mean any anything anything outside of you know anything outside of 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 Europe or outside of uh, or in that area made by Europeans is new. Truly. Like, they Renaissance is new. And you know, the Renaissance happened, I'm pretty sure, right after the Moors got pushed out of Spain. Because if you remember, the Moors went up into Spain in 700 and were there to 1400. And then I think, what does it say, 1470-something, Christopher Columbus sail. So as soon as the Moors left, they was left with universities, Cordoba. They said when the Moors pushed out the Visigoths and Vandals, remember, they were Vandals. What does Germanic, a Vandal do? Germanic, Germanic tribes. tribes. 
So what were the vandals tribes. doing there? To we still call vandalism? They were still fucking up the place. They, they, so really, what we dealing with are Kazakhs. These are Kazakhs. These are uh, Khazars. Khazars. These are Khazars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but Pete. So when the Moors pushed them out, now they said every street in Cordova was lit with a gas lamp. Mm-hmm. Three or four universities. So when they pushed the Moors out in 1400. Yo, and mind you, these were Islamic people, but Jews, Christians, everybody flourished. There. They weren't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I beg to differ. You know, not all Moors were 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 Islamic. It was like more was a term for for a black person. Period. Okay. At this time. Okay. But a lot of them were Islamic because of the spread of Islam. You know, with the spread of Islam, and this was like at the peak time. When Islam was thriving, it was booming. It was from the Philippines, the yeah, to all Andalus, yeah, Portugal and Spain. Yeah, this was Islam's peak time, and so, um, lot long stories. A lot of long stories, man, could come in about, but I'll make it short. So these are, you know, we dealing with Khazars, and, and they they name their king Caesars and and okay. Czars and and Khazar, you know okay. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, and and so when you look at this area, this this is the this is what we're talking about. You know, modern day Russians, Germans. You know, the they are they are the. I mean, you know, the Saxons are 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 like Danes. You know, so it is like the. But long story short, it was like these people were 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 living in filth. And they were killing themselves with a, with a plague. This plague had come, and, and they said it had a lot to do with having animals in the house. You know, because they said at that time, that's you know, funny. Animals were so expensive and valuable that they were kept in the house. I mean, and this is history now. We're just you know talking history. They were in the house, and that's why a lot of diseases and shit came about. Because if anybody has like a goat or ever owned a goat, they shouldn't piss on you know yeah. on deck. Yeah. And that's where a lot of that disease came from. That's funny. Um, close to your uh, livestock. I um, I w- yesterday I was having this 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 thing where it was like, I was going through these things. I was, it was a full moon, so you know I was having a lot of communications with my ancestors, and and, and pretty much it was like, yeah, I I'm 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 doing good in this world. You know what I'm saying? But I just need to be wary of people who like who like let animals in their bed. You know, like sleep on the foot of the bed or whatever. Like, you know, what I'm saying that's 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 a whole nother level of 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 cohabitation that I ain't. You know, I can't really be around a part of because of the level of uh, cleanliness. Okay. And that's what they were explaining to me. It was it was more so about cleanliness. Okay. And so this is just confirmation for me. Like, okay, okay, that makes sense. So yeah, but yeah, you know, and, and and the thing is, so these people were having a plague, and the plague was killing, killing them off, and and you know, more. Apparently, they say the Moors taught them to wash and clean, and 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 and, and, and they actually upgraded the standard of living. Yeah, the, I mean that's just fact. That's fact. Yeah, they introduced a lot of different technologies into uh you know modern day portugal and spain because you got to remember their empire was so big they was bringing technology from asia 
you know, the, uh, I think it's called the Astrolable. It's a, it's a navigation tool for when you're on the water reading the stars in alignment. But that's why I said when the Moors left, these people were left with all of these uh, scientific advancements. And then you get people start circumnavigating the globe. That's what's going on now. Because the Moors had already circumnavigated around to the Philippines at least. At well, least. Well, you know. We know they probably went even further. Well, you know, um, even uh, Sunjiata's uh, descendants, I, th- I think it was his brother. Sunjiata's brother sent uh, 20. You're good. Go ahead. 20 yes, ships. Yeah. Okay. To, to, to the Americas. Yep. Yeah, I do remember hearing about that. And they said they would not come back until they found land. Yeah. And some and only one came back. And only one came back. And only one came back, and then, yeah, and then they sent like what? I want to say two hundred more ships out there once the one came back. You see, and then that leads because I was talking about this last night. That leads into the question of where do the Olmec heads come from? Where do the Bonan Park murals? You ever heard of the Bonan Park murals? Is those uh, pyramids in Mexico? Yeah. And then when you walk inside of them, it's like dreaded up cats, leopard skins, all of that. Then you had the Olmec heads. Then there are certain places where I don't know some of that. Now I know all that's true. Now I have seen other stuff where they try to say they see uh, primitive versions of Egyptian deities carved out too. The Grand Canyon in Area Fifty One. I, I heard that's what that's all about. Is that what that's all about? Like, that's, well, you never know, but they're containing something there, and I wouldn't doubt that that had something to do with it. Yeah, and um, even deeper than that, I was, I was, you know, I, I look at a lot of Native American cultures and the similarities in in my culture as an icon, you know, and it's like. My grandmother, I was told, knew where every slave came from by by the job that they were given. She was like, in this area, they get slaves from this area of Africa to do this job. And they get slaves from this area of Africa to do this job. So when my mom came and she introduced herself to my father's family and she said she was a Fonte woman, my grandma knew exactly, oh, okay. I knew, I know I know of some Fonte people in Georgia. We we have Fonte people like they they worked in the kitchen. They they use them Fonte a, a tribe a tribe a, and okay. they 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 use them usually as house slaves to cook. Okay. Because and even in Ghana it, it it's like a if you have they say you get you a Fonte woman. You know what I'm saying? Cause okay, is that what that's cook. about? Because I've heard that term before. Yeah. Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Someone who can cook. You know? So that that was just mind blowing. It was like, damn, you know, as I got older, I was like, wow, that's that's good information. Like mm-hmm. even the natives knew about the tribes in in Africa. Mm-hmm. However, they got the information, it was it was it was like, wow, that's that's cool. Like from whether it be from the slaves or whatever, 
they, they well I think those those connections were already there that's honestly. what I think that's what you I know, think I think the connections were already there I think people had already been crossing that Atlantic way before America Vespucci and Christopher Columbus and I mean even the Mormons say that because you know the Mormons say that Jesus took a group of disciples and went to Mesoamerica or whatever but um, I just in my personal belief I think that you know Africans were always doing that because if you take a bottle and cork it and put it in the water on West Africa the tide will push it to the Caribbean yeah every hurricane starts off in, you know, Africa. in Africa and comes right across and that's ends up why, in the Caribbean that's why you it can baffled get in the me. inner tube and get here you know that's you why it baffled the me that there was such a huge hurricane in, in, in Mexico in Mexico that came out of recently. like the, did that come out of the Pacific I don't, I don't even so. know where it came from. I I just I don't believe like, so. oh, there's a category five. But, but like, how did that happen? Just I was just saying that to say that just baffled me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did that even come about? Yeah, but no, you know, just just a lot of Africans all over the world, all over the world. You know, the first Chinese, the first the first Indians in India. The first, I, I, I want to say the first Germans, the first everything, the first, uh, the, the Celts, the Celts, they were, um, Twa people, Twa people. That's what I was telling the guy, man, I'm telling it's like this week is, this week has like led up to this interview because I was telling the guy the other day, me and the guy at work was talking and the guy at work was saying he had watched the documentary that was saying that when the people originally left out of Africa, it was a small group that populated a lot of the, the planet. So when you go across the planet, you could have a German person and a Chinese person, and they have more genetic similarities than two African people in an African village because there was so much genetic diversity that stayed in Africa that everybody else, and even us to a degree, depending on how long you've been out of Africa, have similar genes, you know, and then it doesn't, and, and the exterior looks don't matter. Like, that's just some environmental stuff, how you look on the outside, but your genetic diversity kind of stems from how long your genes stayed in Africa before they left, you know. But the Twa people is what I had to bring up because I was like, well, have you ever heard of the Twa? And the guy was like, no. I said, you need to research the Twa. Yeah, those are some of the most ancientest people ever, and they kind of look like everybody a little bit. Yeah, they got Chinese eyes. They short. Yeah. They black. You know, they you can see a little bit of everybody in the twa. Okay, but and I think the leprechaun was based off of the twa. Yeah. Okay, so no, because see, I've seen I've seen things that other people won't believe, such it, as there are there are beings there are dark matter beings that, so, like, so that, like how you have light beings you have dark matter beings also you're saying you have dark matter beings yeah you have dark matter beings and 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 they like okay so twa people i don't know exactly how this relates to who we are as 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 Africans in America, but yeah, a lot of them were were short. They still around in in Eastern Africa. They still got 
I don't know how many, but I know they were all over. And they were a lot of them were, were persecuted, man. They were killed for for they were killed all over the world. I mean, right now, Africa, they're still doing a depopulation move. You don't hear about Ebola anymore, but it's still there. Because here's the key right now. What I've learned is that China's making a big push on Africa. I think yeah. Ethiopia granted them like 400,000 acres. Of, it's some The crazy Chinese stuff. always been doing business with Africans. And, 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 and so the thing is, when you stop looking at people as people and you look at people as commodities that's when things get ugly and 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 but asians have always been going into africa since i've been going to africa as a child every flight i've gone on there has been a chinese particularly a chinese coming doing business there's always been um some white american on business there's always been a bunch of africans on the on the plane but you know you always get you a white american you get you a european of some sort and they are on business it's always business so do you feel like because i've never been to africa on these planes do you feel like african-americans are going to africa because i mean i like like i would think that no i don't ever talk to anybody who said i'm going to africa to vibe out and catch the culture or anything like that i think african-americans are going to Africa, yes, but the majority of African Americans are discouraged either subliminally or upfront they are discouraged from going to Africa, whether it's by by ticket pricing or you know just or by the stereotypes because a lot of people growing up here think Africa is loincloths, starving people since 75 cents a day, you know foolishness. And, you know, that's one of my goals before I hit 40 is to go take my whole family to Africa so we can really see what this is like. And I also want to take my family to Europe because my wife is European. So and I told her, I said, I want them to see all aspects of their history. Yeah. You know, because Europe isn't off limits to us. Because a lot of that, Europe. Uh, her family is Italian, Irish and Slovak. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Mediterranean and East Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. In East Europe, they still deal with the Black Madonna and Child. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was going to say all, the, all these places were African places at, at one point in time. Actually, more recent than we believe. You know, but that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. And, you know, this one guy, this epigeneticist was saying that he found proof that lions and this and that used to be up in Europe during a certain time. And he want to bring them back and stuff. But you got to remember, you know, you have artwork that depicts lions in those times. And people say, oh, well. And at, for a time, they were saying, well, how do they know about lions? And they were saying, well, probably because they was dealing with Africans. But we see now that maybe it was lions there, you know, before the weather changed. You know, it's deep. It's deep. But uh, Atiba was telling me all this crazy stuff started with the removal of the nose of the sphinx. Now, you know, he told, man, I'm telling you, Atiba was deep. And, and 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 really before I die I really want to push for the restoration of the of the of the sphinx and the pyramids I don't think they want to do that though of course they don't but as black people as 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 people of this earth as all black people whether you from India Egypt Cameroon 
you from Brazil, you from United States, China, you know, yes, Chinese people are black people. You are, you, I just watched a TV show that said the majority of Chinese have uh, African, Eastern African genetics. Yeah. Okay. I seen that too, and then on that one, the guy was denying it, denying it, denying it. And then he was because so they happy thought they came it. from like a particular phenotype that that's was separate from everybody. Chinese, that yeah, was just Chinese. Like we're different. And then the guy busted bubble and was like, "Nah, bro." Yeah, man, them eyes ain't them. Them eyes that everybody says is those is, is, is twat eyes, man. I, I was just I was just about to say my daddy got them eyes. And Ethiopian people had them eyes from being up in that high, in in the mountainous regions. So that's not a big that's not a big thing, you know. You know, it's a it's a lot of Africans with 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 the with the with the uh the eyes uh the way it come down. Now I just happen to have bug eyes because I come from a bug eye family. Would you describe <laughs> yourself as bug eye? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be super bug eye, but you know, <laughs> eyelids make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. As your head gets bigger and you mature. Yeah. They settle down because they say your eye. I don't know if this is true, but they say your eyes are the size they are when they're born forever. Like your eyes don't grow. They probably don't. They say that's why it looks like babies have big pupils and stuff because the eyes. I was going to say they probably don't because some babies, man, they just like their eyes just look straight through you. You like, woo. <laughs> They do, don't they? Yeah. They stare deep into your soul, man. Yeah, yeah. They stare deep into your soul, but we're about at an hour. We're going to have to come back and yeah. do an episode about drumming because I feel like this episode is just about knowledge yeah, and just, vibing and reasoning. Yeah, this is where I'm at in life right now. Um, I, You know, so my name is Kofi Cleotha Horn, okay? Kofi Amu, okay? And Amu, <laughs> like... When you look at my name, Amu, and I was always asking, I wanted to know what that that name meant. And every time I go to Ghana, I ask, oh, what's Amu? And they say, oh, it's just an ancient name. That name is just an old name. It's, it's just an old name. And nobody ever told me. And one day I saw on a, on a, on a, on a poster, Amu, and Mu, and more, Mu. Ah. Mu is the earth, the name of the earth, you know? Yeah, because the Moors will deal with the Mu or the Lumeria, or, you know, and all that stuff. But yeah, that Mu. Yeah, it was the name of the earth. And and it's uh, it's like one of the uh, closer to, you know, back in time. Back in time name. So Amu is from Mu, you know. It's from Mu. Yeah. Ah. And yeah, so that's what it was. It's an ancient name. It's just an ancient name. But anyway, so you know, this is my name, Kofi Amu Cleotha Horn. You want to find me? I'm Kofi Cleotha Horn, Kofi C Horn. Um, but the homies call me Fee. They call me Philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's where I'm at in life. I'm, I'm, you know, I. I had a I had an accident. I was working on my car. My car fell on me. I caught my Nissan Sentra in in two thousand. It was two thousand and four, two thousand and four, two thousand and five. I okay. caught my Nissan Sentra, literally. And after that day, I had to ask myself, how many times can you catch a car? So, so what exactly happened now? Did you like bench press the car off of you? What happened? Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay, I, 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 
I was doing the wrong thing, working on my car in the wrong way, and it wasn't fully supported. Oh, you had a jack with no jack stand? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I, I do that. I need to stop that. Got to stop that. Everybody out there working on cars, support the, the vehicle, fool, before you get under it. And um, I heard a woman say, this car is going to fall. And before I could say anything, I heard the jack creaking. And so I tried to roll out. And when I rolled out, um, there was a rod to which the there's a nut on which the um, oil pan is yeah. connected to. It was coming down. So if, if I didn't hear that voice, that would have impaled my head. As the car fell down. Oh, wow. But I moved out the way. So instead of my head, it got my shoulder blade. And like the weight of the car fell on me. And just instinctively, I, I picked the car up with my back. Oh, so you were pushing this rod deeper into your back while you were pushing it up. It's like driving yeah, it in. And so I'm, no, oh, no, 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 no. It was just like on my shoulder blade as I, I as okay, I'm supporting so like because I had more of the car on my back. Okay. But it fell. When it fell, it just boom hit me right there. So I was like, damn, I had to get it off my shoulder blade. Like this is instinct. Like you, you got something piercing your back, and and you like okay, before this thing digs deeper and actually breaks skin, uh, I gotta get it up off me. So I, okay. I'm getting the car up off me. And 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 now I'm 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 free, and I have this thought in my head like, damn, you just lifted the front half of your car. As soon as I think that the car falls again, and I dug my way to rest, I dug my head out. You know what I'm saying? Got my head out for the rest of the way. But like just that split second when I had that thought, that damn. You just lifted a car, half of a car off of you. Boom. That's when I knew we, we, we is, this is deeper than rap, man. The, the mind is the limiter. Yeah. Because once your mind came in and brought in rationality. Yeah. It was like, you just lifted the car and your mind says, well, you can't lift the car. Boom. Yeah. But when you were just going on. I don't even know if you want to call it instinct when you were just going on but being survival. in the moment. Yes. Survival, being in the moment. You know, and that's what they say because you know how they say, you know, the mother lifted the car up off of her kid. Yeah. You know, she wasn't thinking, I can't do this. She was thinking, she wasn't thinking. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. She wasn't thinking. And so, and, and, and so that's the long story short is, you know, y'all think too much. You, you either know or you don't know. You know what I'm saying? This is life. Either you know or you don't know. Only way you're going to know, you got to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all think too much sometimes. If you don't know, find out. But don't think too much. Just think enough. Think enough to where you know. And that way you don't have to think. You already know what's going to happen. You know what you're going to do. You know how it's going to turn out. You don't got to think about it. You can enjoy the moment. Because, see, the, the more time you spend in your head, you're not in your body. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Philosophy, man. Philosophy. So hit them up. Facebook or your Instagram. Yeah, I, I do Instagram too. You find me on Facebook. You find me on Instagram. Twitter. Um, nah, I don't. I don't really tweet. Tweet. I don't. Um, see, I don't really trust. Okay, so if y'all ain't never been to Africa, man, it, go to Africa. I don't care what color of black you are. Go to Africa. You know, Africa is Zion in this Babylon. You know what I'm saying? In this Babylon world, Africa is still Zion. Go, go to Zion, man. Go places where you can't can't connect with all this technology all the time. Go places where you can be a human being, be be what you were made to be, and, 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 and stop limiting yourself. Go where God lives. Go where God lives. Yeah. I got faded tattoos. I got holes in my shoes. Got a beat up guitar. And I can show sing the blues. And it's hard every day. But I'm still gonna play. Got one love in this life. No one can take that away. All right, now, that was a good one. That was a good one. I got to have Kofi back. Man, I tell you, man, just talking to him, bringing back memories of the good old days, man. Trying to tell you. But, uh, yeah, man, I want to give that brother a shout-out again for taking time out of his busy schedule to come over here and sit with us and drop some of that true knowledge right there because, you know, that's not that's you're not going to get that every day in a typical discussion, you know. And I encourage everybody to reach out to the brother because not only does he do massage therapy, he has natural products such as black soap, black soap, shea butter. Um, and actually, when we left, when we left after this um, podcast, I gave him my drum to put a new head on and tune it up. Man, that shit sound good. So, I mean, he's just a multi-talented brother. Hope that interview wasn't too controversial for you. But if it was, maybe you needed some of that medicine. So, remember, hit us up on iTunes, leave a review, uh, come to the website, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com, leave us a review, leave us a comment. Remember, if you don't give us feedback, we can't make the show any better. And don't forget E. Young and Sky High TV uh, dropping, I don't know, I think every Monday or every Tuesday at 420, but just go check him out on Facebook, E. Young and Ethan Snyder, and you know, you'll get all the updates and whatnot on what he doing with the Sky High movement. Other than that, Gino Mays is dropping his new album, uh, 1981-1, tomorrow, uh, November 3rd, so this is like a week out, so this will be out for a week when y'all hit us, but it's dropping November 3rd, I'm going down there to B-Town, we're going to turn up, promote the thing, doing live interviews, so... Uh, if anybody's down there listening to this, y'all gonna see me in your face with the mic. I think I'm gonna ask people what's their favorite old school song and verse, and then I'm gonna ask them can they actually spit that verse. So we gonna see how many people out there is real and how many people clam up and can't really do it. So at any rate, you know, hit us up, log in, become a truth teller, and look out for more content. Hey, and to pull us out, I'm going to have Brother Kofi give us just a little live drumming to keep that essence flowing and going. And remember, as I always say, if you can't tell the truth, don't.
Don't talk about it. One. Get at him. Kofi, thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. See Lo. Bless up.